0: Sitting here with Martin Muller of the 2019 European Slalom Champion. Okay, so when did you thought I could uh, join a windsurf competition? The first time you thought I could join a windsurf
1: competition? The first time I thought I could join a Windsor competition uh, I don't know, because it was actually my father that just took me there So I was kind of forced to do it actually
0: The first uh, competition?
1: Yeah, the, the first competition it was... I was so young, I, I was like 10-11 years So I didn't know... When you're 10-11 you don't even know how to put on a boxer, you know, so it's, uh, you just do what your father tells you, and uh, and uh, I liked it. So, after that, it's a, it, uh, it has been like an uh, autopilot, so my life is, is almost about competing in windsurfing, so...
0: Wow, so um, that means your dad was a
1: windsurfer? Yeah, yeah, he was a windsurfer. And was he a competitor too? Yeah, he, uh, he was competing a lot in slalom in uh, Norway when windsurfing was very big, and uh, he he got the wild card for for World Cup, and then he broke his ankle, so really bad, so he had to he had to stop stop windsurfing. Sure, okay. okay, wow. Um,
0: so, what was the first competition you won, like first place?
1: I won. Yeah. Like uh, in man level or like in... in no, l- ever. The first yeah. one you won first place. Uh, there was a, like a race board competition. I won when I was quite young. There was like uh, ten, 10 guys of my age and, and I won that one. I think it was in in 2012 or something. And. Uh, but yeah, that's it, but the, the first men competition I won was the Norwegian Championship in 2017, uh, seven, yeah. 2017, wow, not too long ago, eh? No, it's not too long, too long ago, so I, I think when I look at me myself now, I I have been... <laughs> i okay, okay windsurfer, but the last three years I've been taking uh, quite big steps and everything.
0: Okay, and um, what else do you
1: do next to windsurfing? Uh, I, I've been studying a little bit, uh, but not like full-time. And, uh, yeah, I am um, living and trying to be a professional windsurfer. so I'm spending a lot of time around that, you know, to get sponsors and get in money so I can go where I need to go and, and have the budget for the season and that is really it takes a lot of energy mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of time uh, so that is mainly it and studies for sure that also takes a lot of time so, so actually you want to be more like a, a real professional yeah for sure I, I want to do that but uh, I, I think to have a, to study a little bit on the on the side of it is good to just have a, a backup just in case and uh, and uh, just to keep your head on something else, also on the same time that you don't get fully destroyed inside by this, by this this only thing. And um, any other sport you did before thing or next to wintering? Yeah, I <coughs> I did a lot of al- alpine skiing before. That was great. Uh, Super sport in Norway, but uh, since I've been growing up at the beach and and all this, uh, my father was a windsurfer. That I windsurfing was the thing for me and uh, and yeah, that's why I'm doing it now. I was also doing some foot soccer, football. We call it in Norway soccer back in in the days and uh, but that. This team sports has never been something for me because it's okay if if you if you yourself do a mistake because then you can fix it. But if your teammate is always doing a mistake then it's like fucking hell man. What can we do with this guy? So I like I like to to improve and See myself in the mirror and see you need to do this and this and this to get better, then you can see the improvement. Awesome.
0: Um, have you met any like what is the most interesting or yeah, inspiring professional, a real professional windsurfer you have ever met? <sighs>
1: hmm the most inspired real, professional windsurfer. Then I think it must be... Uh, right now it is Antoine Albaugh, for sure. Uh, because since he's been in the game for so long, still going strong and he's still a, a nice guy, not the cocky guy that thinks he's the king of the world. Mm-hmm. I like people that is really good in something and can be normal at the same time. Yeah. And then also Materia Aquino he is I think he's also the same type of guy that that is really good in windsurfing but also a great guy out of the course. So I think those two and but Hatuana boys for sure special. Mm-hmm. Special,
0: yeah. And um you said you did race board before so you probably
1: also did or competed in different disciplines yeah i I started with race the starboard uh, 320 or something it was called did that for a few years and then i started formula and when i started formula it was quite big so it was really hard competition and then I did that for three, four years, full power, and then uh, it started dying. And when it started to die the formula, I started to go more into slalom because competing with ten guys is, in the world championship is not like a, a title you are proud of. Mm-hmm. So I then I went went into slalom for, for new challenges challeng challenges and uh, I more like that that type of racing, speed, just all-in, put the hammer down, yeah.
0: Nice, nice, okay, so um, slalom and surfing was the discipline you liked, and with this one you started to travel to international events, yeah. so which one was the first one, international slalom event?
1: First international solemn event was World Championships in the Roses, in Costa ah, yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Youth. Yeah. Yeah, but the he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I remember you from that? That's where I. That's where I got my, you know my my windsurfing friends. Then uh, when I came there, I didn't know one single person, but when I came out, I. I knew whole, the whole Caribbean gang, you know, uh, Nick and Aaron and Ethan and all, all those guys. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think Ethan was on that event, but uh, no, it was I mean, Alan. Yeah, it was Aaron, Nick, and and uh, uh, this guy on point seven, back then with the big biceps. He's married now. He's he's from Grenada. Uh, Tati France was not there. No, 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 no. but he's married nowadays and he, he, his business is cutting dogs, like the hair of the dogs. A Bonarian that
0: was in yeah. Roses? Yeah. I will have to yeah. look on the list, I don't remember. Yeah,
1: no, no, but uh, still, yeah.
0: Ah.
1: Those guys were like uh, easy to you know, get in touch with. Mm-hmm. So I've. That was quite natural for me to... Maybe from Curaçao, there was also a yeah, lot of guys from Curaçao. I, yeah, I think it's from Curaçao actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice event, I and, remember it. In wow. Milan, but I did... Yeah, you know, it was my first event, my first international slalom event, so I was super stressed, you know, for no reason. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and your gear, your, you don't know how to... or. You don't have any trimmer on your gear, and it's different every time. And uh, <laughs> you just go. So I did shit, but I learned a lot. So Good. that's the important thing.
0: Good. So how did you choose your uh, windsurf equipment you have
1: now? Now I just because I've, I've always been with Starboard. And uh, since the beginning. Since the beginning, I've never had another brand than Starboard. And uh, I, s- I, I was not on Severn before, and uh, I, yeah, it was quite obvious that Starboard and Severn had this kind of teamwork. So then I, I ne- I never wanted to leave Starboard. So I, I then I thought Severn was my, was the perfect match. And then I went to and I liked it, and this year, I. I get 100% used to it, so now I really like it, and these heads are better, and things are starting to get really, going really fast, yeah. in in every aspect. Nice.
0: And then, EVCA um, events, youths, yeah, which one was the event that you, that impresses you the most in
1: the youth? The youth events of the ECA class. Uh, it, uh, I did I never had like a really really good slalom youth event, because back then I was, uh, until now I've been sailing really unstable like uh, some really good ones, some top three, and then suddenly I go in the B fine you know, and uh, and, uh, but I think it was the the world championships in in Almanach. Yes. You know the where we were sailing every day and started with 8-6, ended with 6-4 almost every day. True. There I I kind of started to go a bit more stable, you know, making the nerves under control and, and you 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 don't push to the limit in the first round, uh, <laughs> and things like this. So I, I think that was was my kind of icebreaker. Nice, and um,
0: what do you think about
1: the IFCA
0: titles?
1: I think that's is a great great thing. Because Ika is the one that has, uh, you know, the official titles. Uh, all, the, all of us know that the best slalom sailors uh, are the, the guy that wins the PWA, like, overall. But uh, this is really good for especially us that is a bit younger to go out to sponsors and, and have it. Title or have a good result in a big championship. Um, and the, so, so, IFCA is really important and really good for the sport, and everybody can sail a lot when they're there. In the PWA, if you get kicked out, you need to sit on the beach the rest of the day. Um, and, uh, in IFCA, you always have a final, and I think you to be a good sailor, you, need, you just need to have thousand heats in the bag, you know, before you can start going good. And uh, those thousand heats, you need to get through IFCA. So IFCA is amazing. And um,
0: the best ranking you got in IFCA before the European. Where was this? And that was the the silt this the year,
1: silt, yeah. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure it was. Oh, yeah, this year you were so close, wow. Was super close for yeah. the podium and uh, the worlds and silt. So, but yeah, I was. <laughs> I've been training good this winter, but I did not never had uh, expectations about the podium in either Europeans or World Championship. But when I first was that close, I wanted it for sure, but. I was really happy with my fourth place. So.
0: Now, this year, mm-hmm. with the feeling you had from Zilt, yeah. you came to Paris with, uh, yeah, I can say, high expectations. Because it was pretty close in Zild. I mean, it seems that the podium wasn't far away. It started to become. And closer and yeah. yeah. And then you came to Paris
1: and...? Yeah, I... Uh, I actually felt so comfortable in, in Seine that I went into this competition with, with low shoulders, it was not... I, I was happy with my result there, and I thought, Worlds well, is the biggest, so... Europeans... Uh, a little bit less so i can go in with even less nerves or less uh, yeah but you know i knew that i was going all in for the for the podium but you know you try to cheat yourself to just believe that you're only here to have fun but you're not only here to have fun you're here to, to do good racing so But uh, I went for a podium from the beginning, I I was like, I didn't tell people that but in in my head I was, the only thing is the podium. And I was starting like really second, 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 second behind Ethan, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Ethan started doing mistakes, and I just continued, and then uh, in the end uh, stability paid off.
0: Yeah, that's true, that's true. So, if you and Ethan would have to do a match race,
1: you think you would beat him? No, I, uh, I for sure uh, mean that he is was the best sailor in this competition. But uh, it's a result is is a result in the end. So. That's yeah, hard work, you d- know. D- 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 Ethan is ranked 5 at the PDR way now, he's fast at nothing else, so I'm sure that if it was me against him, he would have taken me, <laughs> but sometimes shit happens, you know, and it's also a part of the game to stay away from this shit. Yeah. So, I am happy with my result, and uh, he is probably not so happy with his third place. And um,
0: which competitor surprised you during this uh, European Championship?
1: Um, Surprised me. All the guys I I know quite good, but in the end... uh, Worst or best? Yeah, I think... uh, this feeling, it's it's strange to say now we're sitting here in a fucking uh, five-star hotel, but he was five, he was first to the mark a lot of times, so he was fast, uh, really really fast, but he could he couldn't figure out how to do a real Uh So <laughs> that's he needs a plan for that, but I, he, he was also the organizer of the event. So, he was running like a dog on the beach for everything and organizing, so... Uh, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. F- Philip, he, he impressed me uh, of of the speed. So, some Greek guys were really fast, but uh, jibing is also a part of the game, so... Uh, Definitely. Yeah. I would, I would say that the, the rest of the, the European guys, I, I think... Uh, or the they were sailing after what what I expect because I trained with with all yeah, I think with all, with all of them in Tenerife in the winters okay and uh the mo- the most of them are at the same level or how I expected them to be so no surprises for me in this in this event good yeah,
0: and um... What do you think about the
1: best youth? I think it was uh, Francesco Scarpa. Yeah. What do you think about him? He's a good sailor. Yeah. He he has the body. He's a good technique, good speed. Uh, so there's no doubt that he he is a dangerous one <laughs> to say like in that way. Yeah. But. Uh, uh, he he needs to work as hard as everybody else, huh? But he, he has he has the body. And the body is, is quite is quite important. So uh, but the level on the on the youth is, is quite high. You have Scagliola, is is he's really good and then you have Nathan and he's super young also and he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be the devil in a few years uh, I guess haha <laughs> <laughs> you the eat uh, number two they're coming so yeah I uh, the, the there is a new gener- generation coming up and my age has always, always been hard you know with Basile and Damien I know and you know the I' held for me I had the French guys after me the whole life you know and, uh, <laughs> and uh, and I think this just this year it's okay, but next year it's gonna be super or super hard again. Or it's it's always hard. So uh, it's it's good to see that the next generation is coming and and uh, the good good guys. And a lot of them are French it's as normal.
0: Yeah, yeah, strong, strong sailing. Yes. And now. You're the European champion in windsurfing. Is that? Do you think it's one of the first
1: for Norway? Uh, it's for sure not the first, because we have uh, quite a few world titles actually in windsurfing and in, uh, in European champions in uh, Norway. I don't have the exact number of how many, but, but we have a few. But one thing is for sure that it's been many years now since we uh, we had the European champion in uh, Norway. So I, I guess it's at least twenty years since since wow. we had the, we had the last one. Sven Aspnes was probably the last one. So, uh, but yeah, I and like that I I don't I don't think about it like that. I just want to I just want to have my own results. So I can get uh, do things better for for myself. You know, it's it's so many things that follows with a good result.
0: Yeah, exactly. uh, And you think uh, good results
1: um, improve uh, sponsorships? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, without. If if good results wouldn't improve good sponsorships, then I then I wouldn't do this sport anymore. I think because I, I love it, but you need to have to have some improvement in the in the you cannot call it economy, but you need to get some more money after a while that you actually can do something else that only going to the most important uh, competitions. So. I'm going to use that title for what it's worth, that's for sure, and, uh, and uh, people, I hope that people is going to appreciate it, because I've been working my ass off for that, uh, that title.
0: Wow, interesting, that's good. And um, yeah, it must feel great. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, un- it's unbelievable, I, I wouldn't, I never thought it was going to happen, so um, it happened and and I, yeah, I just, when I went up to the podium there, I just enjoyed every second because it, you know, it can be a once in a lifetime and then I just, fuck yeah, <laughs> and it just uh, exploded. Yeah. Just drink that champagne and and look at the people. Nice. So, what did you think about the
0: the Greek people uh, here at the event and in
1: general? Yeah, they were... uh, I got impressed actually. (coughs) I got impressed because all of them were friendly, super friendly. All of them were helpful and there was no problems at all, with none of them, so I, the only problem was that the, the, the people on the ferry that from Santorini to paos were having a stri- strike when I came, okay. so I had to wait for many hours more <laughs> than what I was supposed to do, but at the event uh, I have nothing, not a single bad word to say about the, the Greeks. They were uh, perfectly on point on everything. Nice, super nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: and um, it is an interesting place indeed. So you like to come back up to Paros? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, uh, I really like the the slalom spot there. It's uh, it's not, it's quite flat, not super flat. But Quite bad, and it's it's safe for the wind, so you w- will for sure have wind. It's friendly for the people if, if they want to look at the spectators, and uh, you can get sick photos there. It's blue sea, warm in the water, warm in the in the weather, and and uh, a short way from the where you rig to the beach. So it's it's an easy spot to. to to be at and with a restaurant there and hotel quite close, so it's for for sure has a lot of potential. And um, is there any
0: other place in the world, like all over the world, that you think should be a slalom championship location? Yeah, Norway. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Norway, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. That would be interesting. And what are the conditions like in Norway?
1: Uh, it really depends on what time of year it is, but in the autumn it's always windy. It's not cold in the water. It's an okay temperature in the air, and uh, and. We will you have the in the west of Norway you have the North Sea coming straight in, so you will have a rough sea and oh. and proper proper wagging conditions. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. You know um,
0: this girl, she's one of the young upcoming girls I think. Oldest oh, fair. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she told me that uh, in Norway, she always needs a wetsuit, and she even has like a 5-6 for
1: winter. Yeah. Always
0: a wetsuit. I mean, sometimes it's nice and sunny, you know, warm.
1: Yeah, I've I been windsurfing under 10 times without a wetsuit in Norway in my whole life, I think.
0: So less than 10 times in your whole life?
1: In Norway, yeah.
0: Less than 10 times in your whole life?
1: Yeah, in Norway. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, when we say what what's it, you are using a short arm. Uh, it's not so often you're using shorty, but a short arm is is what I what I use normally. Yeah, cold water. It's it's fucking Norway. It's north, and it's uh, <laughs> man it's, of the north. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not Spain, so it's not Canaries. So, you need to to have that uh, nail plan before you go to Norway, that's for sure. Norway, would be nice. So, um,
0: what do you think about the whole foiling hype? Like, have you tried foiling events or foiling, or do you think about going?
1: Yeah, I I got all the gear this year. And uh, when I got the proper gear, I started to enjoy the foiling. Uh, but... Which file was this one? Uh, I had... A, I got two faults. I got the 110 mast and the 95. I'm using... From the ground? A, from the starboard. Okay. And I'm using the 95 mast and the 1000 front wing. And it's stable, it, it's early planing with a Severn hyperglide too. And uh, everything is good, but the problem is that it's so much gear. I, I like foiling and I like that we can race in less wind, but I don't like that we, that we need to bring four boards and uh, nine sails and about a hundred sails. Yeah, because you have three... Right. How many
0: board bags is there? I mean, how many seal bags is yeah, there?
1: Yeah, you, you have three, three foil sails and you have six volume sails, huh? Wow.
0: Oh, well. Yeah, so what do you think about all those windsurfing gears? I mean...
1: Yeah, it's a... Uh, first of all, it makes it harder for us to need to pay for the gear. And, uh... It's more expensive to travel with. And it's uh, it's less people that can do it, so it get less people into the sport. And you need to have a daddy millionaire to to have all that gear, you know. So so,
0: but um, is it not like it could be a wish from the competitors to have this, or is it not foil? Yeah,
1: everything like all the extra equipment. That. Yeah, yeah, if if we could combine like we have two slalom boards, one foil board, and uh, and six sails, then then I wouldn't be complaining because I like the foil concept, but I just don't like the amount of gear. You need a you need a fucking crafter to fit all the gear in it, and it also costs money. <laughs> eh? And you need a no, You always need to buy your own plane to get all the gear into it, so... so Uh, Speaking about the sizes... um, The foil board...
0: um, Some of them are 91, as we know, and... Some of them... I don't know... It could be that there are 100 or... People using formula boards for foiling. So... What do you think is the ideal size or what would be
1: the best size of board to use? Uh, for me, right now, I'm just, I think 91 is, is okay because it's better to travel with and in the end we need to see, uh, we need to make the windsurfing friendly for people to, to and exciting for people to look at. And people don't, Normal people don't see a difference True on one if you go one knot faster upwind with the with a one meter board or or five degrees more upwind or what what all that shit. Yeah. Well, or we just need to. Some people said um, one of the sizes is better in strong winds. Yeah. Could that be maybe? Yeah, as I or. But I think if it's 91 or if it's 100, it doesn't matter because we're going to learn how to sail it anyway, okay. in light wind. We're going to find that light wind trip and we're going to find the strong wind trip. It's okay. going to go fast and, and strong and, and light wind and, uh, and uh, if we go 100 also, but then we got big problems with traveling again. So. Then we just yeah, that's not a good thing, I think. Yeah. I think that's also a part that killed Formula. That everything was so wide and big and long. And, you know. uh, and the sail sizes and, yeah. and foil races. So. Yeah, but it's getting into the same. Huh? Now we're having 10, 10 foil as well. A 10 square meter. It's the maximum, but... Formerly uh, you had 12, but... Um, it's not such a big difference, huh? uh, It's...
0: 38 minutes, i going... 12... 12... <laughs> 12, 12 on Monday, July 15th. Funny. So... When is the transfer going, again? Half past one. Yeah.
1: I think I need a bottle of wine on the airport. A what? A bottle of wine on the. airport. Oh, yeah, hey. She said there is no
0: duty free shop. Which discipline you cannot do but you wish you could do?
1: Wave. For sure. Good answer. Yeah. You can always start. Never too late. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing some waves in the winters, but. I'm not holding the uh, level huh, that those guys and not. Uh, you don't need to be like other guys.
0: You just need to be all able to ride a good wave.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I, um, when you see at Philip Kasser, you want to do a double forward yourself, huh? It looks so easy that you just want to. <sighs> well, I think they make
0: it look easy. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, they they make it look so easy that, uh, and you know the style and, uh, yeah. It's a, it looks it looks cool. Wave is the is the only other. I, I know I didn't want to start with, with freestyle or or race sport or big or sex or something. No, yeah, what do you think about all these classes? You know. Yeah, that's a, it's a a big problem when win something. There's so many classes. Huh? <laughs> really. <It's> a, <laughs> if if we were. A class, it's a big sport. Yeah, but if we were collecting all the classes together, imagine how big the class would be. Imagine how big the sport is. Yeah, but like uh, like football. Now uh, everybody has the same rules in the whole world and it's the world's biggest sport or the second one or something.
0: But that's sailing. Huh? That's sailing. Rules in the
1: whole world? What do you mean? <laughs> it's, it's it's the same. It's, it's uh, using the same shit. And I, right? I I agree that it's good for you juniors to have bacon and this money and all this, but uh, I think that some classes just needs to get deleted. Right? Yeah. It's, really? I, I don't want to. Mention any because then you get haters. But uh, what do you? you sign? Yeah. Uh, okay. People cannot start competing in those small classes anymore. We need to to make windsurfing great again.
0: <laughs> I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Interesting. So what do you suggest that should be like, just a few classes?
1: Yeah, if if you just a few classes, for sure we need to hold into wave, freestyle, slalom, and and some kind of course racing, but nothing more than that.
0: But um, you
1: know, there's other classes
0: who have bigger participation numbers than a slalom event.
1: Like the windsurfer class or Kona class or... Yeah, but the Kona class has not more (laughs) The Kona class is not existing. (laughs) Only on the paper. (laughs) uh
0: (laughs) I actually competed on a Kona. Yeah. In France. Yeah. I think I got third (laughs) in the World Championships. Mm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, That was funny. It was different. Yeah. It reminded me of... When I was a kid, we are doing Stalin in the city. That's like on so long beach, but in Kralendijk, yeah. You need to climb more air and the wind dies off. Yeah. If the wind dies off, you know, Kralendijk it's offshore. Yeah. So you basically have to float all the way back to the coast. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. and a... Uh, a harbor <laughs> or a city with a big wall <laughs> at four knots Aye. and then on your silent gear you know what? better have a floaty port man
1: it was funny <laughs>
0: it's a lot of tacking and yeah. just floating back so you're not actually pumping you're trying to make you're trying to make speed by yeah just holding the sail and <laughs> In a certain way, you know, like looking for the gas, and and
1: then the you,
0: market. yeah. So it's cone, Kona, yeah? yeah. Kona is using your technique to to sail, and no pumping allowed. It's just the, the rule of the class. <sighs> yeah, and fun. it was fun because one time I tried it in a lot of wind too. Okay.
1: It was too much wind. <laughs> <laughs> But, it, but it's almost like... Uh, okay, now we're gonna have a... Now we're gonna have a bodybuilder event. But it's not allowed to to train with weights or something before the event. You just need to come as you are. Okay, interesting. <laughs> or maybe I, I, I will not support that meeting tomorrow or... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, um, about classes. <laughs> Just don't go too radical. Yeah, I
0: think we skip classes. Yeah. How was the dinner tonight?
1: <laughs> I yeah, that that was fucking magical. Fish. I've been after par paros. Food every day. I, I've been. Uh, I it was just like I. I had Jesus in the pants. It was. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was a perfect evening with good wine, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it couldn't get better. Cheap, cheap and really good food. <laughs>
0: So, what do you like about this uh, funky, interesting, traditional, classic, back in the day style of Greek, Santorini, architecture?
1: It's uh, it's sick. That's a part of traveling, is to see traditional things. What? And when you get... And uh, like a well built traditional thing, then you appreciate it. Yeah. And this is uh, without a doubt uh, really professional made.
0: Wow. On the mountain
1: cliff, really nice sightseeing. The
0: whole view, panorama panorama view. Yeah. Really nice.
1: Really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's one more thing. Uh-huh. In Norway, or where I live in Norway. Mm-hmm. You know what we say about big. Big. Yeah. Big sport. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> big
0: is a. Wow, that was off <laughs> record, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.